Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to In Conversation, a Dub Lab podcast where each week we will bring you interviews from the Dub Lab radio archives. You are tuned into Celsius Drop right here. What a pleasure to have you along for the ride, as always, each and every Thursday morning here on Dub Lab for the past 19 years or so. And uh, glad to have you here in the place today. We are thrilled to be joined by incredible artists. We have, uh, we have Jess Sabi and Peter One in the place. Excited to have you guys here Yay. Thank you, thank you. I'm yeah. excited to be here. <laughs> um, wonderful. Well, we're going to have some, some live music. We're going to have some recorded music. You have a, an album called Our Garden Needs Its Flowers from 1985 that is gorgeous. We're going to hear a recorded piece. We'll hear the title song from that album. It's being officially reissued tomorrow through Awesome Tapes from Africa. And uh, let's hear... Our Garden Needs Its Flowers. This is, again, the title cut from the Jess Sabi and Peter One album from 1985. Here we go. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Oh, great, great, great. You're doing good? Doing good. Beautiful. Well, yes. happy to have you guys here. And, um, and you were mentioning earlier... Um, when we were taking a little photo here in the studio, Jess, you were you were calling Peter your little brother. No, he's, I'm, I'm, I was joking. <laughs> I, I, I know, yeah, I know. But it seems that it's something that people who've known each other for so long, but also had this kind of deep relationship. What was that like coming together? You guys, can you set the scene of uh, how you met? Um, I could, I could start because I'm the one talked most. And uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's my it's my it's my big brother. We met through my my nephew. They all both live in a campus, mm-hmm. university campus. So I, my nephew came to me. He said, I know some guy who's playing just like you. You know, let me check it out. So I said, okay. I was living on the same, uh, on the same town. So I took my guitar and I went to the, uh, the dormitory where we was living at. So we, we, we started, we played something. And I said, you know what? Let's do more. And we start from there, from the scratch, doing play more. And we used to play with three other guys. Tibet Omer. He was uh, among but he could not make it. So we both keep, uh, kept, kept up a plane. Uh, we got that so far. And this was uh, Abidjan Cote d'Ivoire. Yeah, yeah, Abidjan Cote d'Ivoire. You could say something too, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say something. Yeah. <laughs> and you were, so Peter, you were a university student at the time? Yes, I, yeah, I was a student and. Uh, living in the same campus as uh, his nephew, mm-hmm. Emmanuel, and that's where he heard me. He used to hear me playing my guitar in a, because we live on 
in the same dormitory mm -hmm. we have on the same, you know, on the same, I would say, the same floor, rooms next to each other. And we have, we share the kitchen. <laughs> so I, used, you know, I used to sit in the kitchen playing my guitar. He heard me playing. What sometimes. kind of songs were you playing? Uh, I was playing my own songs and sometimes I was, you know, doing some of the Simon Garfunkel, mm -hmm. uh, Cass Stevens, yeah. I'm just a like, I'm a uh, poor boy, like, you know, mm -hmm. the boxer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I used to play that and um, some other songs of my own. And uh, he heard me playing a couple of times and he said, he approaches me, he said, I think um, I, I get you, you know, to meet someone or my my uncle, I think you guys can do something good because we. Uh, it seems like you 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 you're doing the same kind of music, and uh, maybe you can meet and see what you can do. So that's how we came about. And <laughs> when you two came together, did it seem like an instant kind of natural fit? Did you feel like you were on the same kind of wavelength musically to each other? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, first of all. The music that we used to play is, I mean, we play right now, is kind of different than uh, the other, other music or uh, other musicians play back home. Uh, we play guitar, it's acoustic and kind of folk songs. Yeah. And the melody also all kind of is, is really, really different than people uh, play. So when I met him, really something, you know, like Hawaii High Court is like a. The chemistry was the chemistry there, right was there. there yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just played one time. I said, okay, yeah, we could do something more. And it was very easy, really, to, to play together. Mm. Yeah. And were you playing this kind of music prior to meeting each other? Were you playing this kind of music publicly? Or was it music for the kitchen or music for the house? Was it something that you were presenting live in concert? Mm, no, really. We, no. we were not... Um, Playing, you know, on stage. No, well, doing. Uh, I, I yeah. would say before to met for meeting him, I was I was playing. I have a couple stage on TV. I have a, was playing myself, so I was going to the TV show. I attend some uh, uh, some uh, TV competition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was playing a little bit more. I have my way doing something that I we met, so I with me and we will start doing something on TV show also too. We just had a little bit, I mean, a little short spot, then uh, people like what we were doing. So I introduced to uh, other people on the radio radio host and the TV show and we started doing something like that. Later on, we, uh, uh, many people heard our playing, so they take, took you to the, uh, to the stage, but a little stage now, a really big stage. Yeah. And how, how the thing was growing up so now we got uh, on the stage later on when we, we record our, our first album. Did you feel, you mentioned that the music that you were drawn to and the music that you were playing together mm. was different than what was typically being heard in Abidjan. Did you feel like you were, you were doing something completely different or did it seem to you like the most natural thing in the world? Oh, I, I mean, really, really, uh, the way our music is composed and is made is very different because it cannot match with uh, the country music that you play here. Yeah. And also, it's not like back home. 
we is our our, our personality that we bring to yeah. the uh, to the plate. So it's not something already made it. We're not copied from for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people in our region, even our 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 uh, I go I got this from our region. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our yeah they they do the same thing, but it's, it's, the, it's the way we present mm. our music. You know, it's not like in the village. It's a like it's modern. It's not also yeah. like a country. It's, I mean, it's somewhere there. You know, it's very unique. That's the uh, we came out for something like that. To me, me, I I I made a choice very early of you know coming to this music, this kind of type type of music with the acoustic guitar and uh, you know this country folk like more folk like music. Mm -hmm. I made that choice early because I used to listen to a lot of music through the radio and the very first time I heard of you know Simon Garfunkel on the radio it just caught me right there what was it about it um when you say what was what was the thing that drew you in oh the the song I was talking about the song from Simon Garfunkel yeah the boxer but what yeah. was what was the the spirit of it, or what was the what do you think the power of that music was for you? Why were you so attracted sound. to it? The sound yeah. itself, the sound, the sound, the harmonies, uh, yeah, and, and, and the, the, way, the melody, the way, yeah, mm. the way they were yeah. singing together, it was mm -hmm. it was phenomenal. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, very sweet. It's very sweet. That's yeah. the exact word that was in my mind, and mm -hmm. it's the kind of music that I think can fit into your life mm -hmm. very easily. Exactly. You know, and it's to me, not it was, music it was more natural. You. It was more mm -hmm. natural, more I would say, more sincere. Too much electronic is electronics. Too much noise in there. You know, acoustic guitar and the voices. Relaxing. And yeah, yeah relaxing. Was, uh, yeah, yeah. relaxing mm -hmm. was deep. Deep. Yeah, straight to my soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, deep, sweet, soulful yeah. music. Exactly. So your your album, Our Garden Needs uh, Its Flowers, um, when I first heard it, I had that same. I think there's a lot of music that floats around in the world. And I didn't, you know, I, I trust Awesome Tapes from Africa, always releasing great music. But I heard it before reading anything about it, before knowing where you were coming from. And I felt that instant kind of gravitational pull to the music because it is that sweet, deep, soulful music. Um, but it's also, like you mentioned, it's not a copy. It's very much your music coming out of your experiences, coming out of your lives. But filtering the experiences of your lives into beautiful deep harmonics so uh, i urge people to to definitely uh, hear that maybe we should hear a song and then come back and i'd like to talk more about the origins of the album how that album came together as well as what how it changed your lives and how it might have changed the the landscape and lives of the listeners um, in Africa and Cote d'Ivoire. Is there a, a first song that you would uh, like to introduce and play for us? Um, straight right now? Yeah, we can do something. Okay, well, this. It's up to you. Okay. If it sounds better to you, then then we'll roll with that. But um, I want to let people know that we have Jess Sabi and Peter One in the Dublab studio. We're going to hear a live song. We'll get back. We'll talk more. It's dublab.com. Mm -hmm. 
So you two connected. You started um, becoming friends and uh, and playing music together. But what was the origin of the album? Was there a moment that you said, "Okay, now it's time. We need to we need to record this music." Actually, we we started looking for a producer, somebody to help us uh, early, like uh, in the early '80s. It took us around five years to find someone. Hmm. Yeah, five five years because um, it wasn't easy to find you know somebody who can put his money in this um, in this venture. Mm-hmm. And uh, people Be- like people like the music. They hear the music on the radio because we have a lot of uh, radio shows, TV shows. People like it. But how much money they can make by you know <laughs> getting into that business of this kind of music? Nobody knew because it was so different. Exactly, it was it was so different, and uh, it took us five years to find one guy who came to us because uh, he had that feeling. Yeah, and uh, he trusted us, and we went for it. What was uh, what was the response as you were starting to play shows and playing on the radio? Were people saying, "Okay, this is something that that I love and I haven't heard before"? What kind of feedback were you getting from listeners? Uh, I think we have uh, uh, different ages um, really uh, following us in this adventure. because it's the music was kind of unique, so the sounds differ from other 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 music that we, which is uh, at that time in 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 the, in the country. So is the vibe was was really good, was mm. really good. Yeah, the vibe was really good. Yeah, what I mean, it was not like a, it was not like a real like a. Uh, the tap tap music, but people, many many people like it. You know, when we first started, we like a people intellectual. You know, mm-hmm. we like to listen to because people. And then, as far we were playing, got more people involved in the, uh, the uh, for listening. We got uh, our, our audience grew up as we were. Our, the thing music was going on. Yes, the the, the feedback was good. Every time yeah. we had a stage or we had a TV show, a radio show, people's. We're happy. Mm. People, yeah, the feedback was good, but um, you couldn't really, you know, make uh, a real assessment of it until, you know, you put something really on the market. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when we got somebody, something on the market, then we really saw that, ooh, it was more people, more and more people who liked that music, and we didn't know. You know. It was surprising yeah. when when the album was a success. It surprised you guys, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, we 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 were confident of you know what we're doing. We knew that uh, it would yeah it would please people, but not that many. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so tell many. us about the the positive response after you put the album out, nineteen eighty five. When did you realize that? Wow, this is something that also beyond Cote d'Ivoire, that it was traveling. When did you kind of get that response? Oh, I could, I could say that um, the, uh, the vibe was kind of a, uh, on the beginning, because we have a radio show on the beginning, so people heard us singing 
There's a guy in the radio who play our music every morning, like at six, six o'clock. Like a theme song? Yeah, 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 every morning. Mm. So we got a little march of the uh, popularity before even the album come, come, came out. But uh, the whole thing was uh, kind of uh, interesting. Yeah, you know, he cannot he got relocate it how and how I was making it, but uh, if I say just like that, it was really good, well, the vibe was good, mm. and the people said, we like it, as, yeah, even today, today people still looking for the album, is, yeah, they're still looking for the Asim album. Uh, I don't know how we did, how to make it, because when you're doing something on your own, your little, little uh, uh, you know, backyard, I mean, you're doing it for fun. You're doing mm. really to have, but to get a different audience, it take uh, other stuff. It take uh, people to be involved. It take also, uh, I can say luck, but it take some help from some God mm. helping you to get that level. Because we, we, it's not really you're not sure that uh, this what you're doing could take some uh, high level. Mm. I think. Yeah. I, I think. Um, what helps a lot is um, that at that time we had in the Ivory Coast only one radio station, national radio station, one national TV station, mm -hmm. and these are the, these were the main media, the main media, and uh, these people there liked what we were doing, so they were broadcasting our you know music most of the time. And the other thing is, Ivory Coast or Cote d'Ivoire is surrounded by countries who listen to the music, or to, I mean, to the radio, to the Ivory Coast radio. Uh, yeah. So it's a powerful broadcasting exactly. kind of exactly. entity. So, yeah. So people used to hear from Togo, from Burkina Faso, from Mali, from uh, Benin, from Ghana. They used to hear, you know, mm. our songs you know, through the radio. Yeah, yeah. And the businessmen mm -hmm. also spread the thing. Yeah. They, they spread the thing, selling the album, you know. Yeah. You know, out, was, of, out of the country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All that, you know, in in a matter of, I would say, just one year, mm -hmm. in a matter of one, one year, uh, the, the the album was spread out. <laughs> yeah, in Western Africa. Yeah. And was music at that point your profession? Did you did you make that your main kind of uh, focus? No, no, no. He was a teacher. I was a cartoonist at the newspaper. Mm -hmm. I was doing my cartoons, and uh, we done both at the same time. Not he was teaching. I was doing my cartoon news working in daily newspaper, national daily newspaper as a cartoonist. Yeah. And I was singing at the same time. You were mentioning that the 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 audience that was maybe kind of gravitating towards it was also an intellectual audience, and you were both in involved in things and in, in teaching mm -hmm. and in cart cartooning, cartooning, <laughs> cartoonist work, political commentary through uh -huh. your cartoons. Yeah. I mean, this is thinking kind of jobs, but then the music also is something that is. You don't have to, it's not overly intellectual, mm. but it's stimulating too. It's stimulating to the mind and the body. Uh -huh. um, what kind of people, when you were doing your shows, were people were people coming in and, and was it super quiet? Was it, you know, a, a real focused yeah. listening experience at the most funny, concerts? The funny thing, like you said, the funny thing is our first, first show 
wasn't wasn't an 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 university. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Our first was at uh, at the yeah. campus, university university Yop- campus. Yopugo campus. Yeah, Yopugo campus. Our first show. Yeah. And uh, what this show was uh, asked about the student. The students the requested. Student for, yeah, they requested. So our first show was there. It was on the on the campus, and it was like a like a, what was it? it was like a, a cafeteria, something like that. Yeah, in the Cafet- yeah. yeah in the in the how you call that the. Like a dining hall, the dining, or a yeah, the, yeah, the dining like hall, yeah. the dining hall, yeah, big. They have big, big yeah, hall. Big, how, yeah. did, how did that feel? That, oh yeah, that was, was our first. Our first <laughs> it was uh, really, it was really. It was we crazy. didn't know. It was crazy that day. <laughs> yeah, the student was so happy. I mean, everyone was happy. We were we were happy also because yeah. the way it came out was very. That was, that was our first show. Wow. Live, you know, with a band, so we didn't know how it came out, but. They knew the song, which was singing with us from, from the radio, the, from, from the from beginning the to the end. Wow! So it was a very, very good experience that we had of well, the first show. Well, maybe we can uh, time travel for a minute if you guys want to to mentally put yourselves back into that space and mm-hmm. and smell the food cooking, hear the the forks and knives, and all the excited students. And uh, no, they were not eating. Then they were not eating. They were not eating. They, yeah, they, we move all the all tables, the chair, yeah. everything, <laughs> and that dining room can uh, can yeah. afford like a full five, concert. 500, yeah, yeah, yeah. five hundred at least yeah. thousand thousands people. Yeah. So well, well, let's float back to that moment, mm-hmm. and maybe um, would you like to play a song in that spirit? Um, something that you might have played at the uh, at that concert. Yeah. We have uh, Jess Sabi and Peter One here on dublab.com. Stay tuned in. <laughs> I, I would also, uh, if I was a, a young student hearing that music for the first time, I'd be very excited. Thank you. What about the, the travels outside of Ivory Coast when you first started bringing this music on the road? What was the first kind of uh, concert outside of your home country that you played? In the Burkina Faso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had that. We have at that time we have like a two shows, on the French Cultural Center, mm-hmm. and uh, a, a guys came from another country called Burkina Faso, mm-hmm. came to meet uh, at, the, uh, at the show when we were preparing the show, and he said, "Yeah, we need you uh, in Burkina Faso." Would you up Ivory Coast, mm-hmm. and uh, it came the same country with uh, our producer, and uh, like three weeks after that, mm-hmm. we traveled to uh, to uh, to Wagadigu. We have a concert at the stadium, Wagadigu. We have another stadium at Bobo and we came back again to do another concert at the theater. Yeah, another one. Yeah. Yeah, before the president, the late president, uh, uh, Thomas Sankara. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, that's a big leap from a student audience mm-hmm. uh, in a in yeah. a you know large dining hall to yeah. playing for the president. Yeah. What was uh, what was the feeling of that? I mean, who exciting, exciting! And, uh, Don't mess up! Don't of, mess yeah, up! Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, yeah, a lot of emotion, emotion. Yeah. Actually. Um, the concert at the stadium in Ouagadougou was uh, really cool and interesting. It was even higher in Bobo Gilasso yeah. the, next, the next day. And yeah. then when we came back to Ouagadougou for the last concert, 
We didn't even know that President uh, Thomas Sankara was, was in the hall. Wow. We didn't know. <laughs> yeah. It just surprised us because yeah. he came and surprised everybody. And uh, he requested us after, after, uh, the, yeah, after the organizer went to him because he heard that the president was there. Mm -hmm. So he went to him and the president asked him to, to come to us and it, so yeah. we can, you know, shake meet, his hand. Meet, yeah, yeah. We we did shake his hand well, and say, okay, you we'll guys, I need you to sing something for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we say, no, we we not ready. He say, yes, you just go a cappella. <laughs> just did go a cappella. Yeah, right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> what was it that you sang? We sang uh, apartheid. Apartheid. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He did like that song for real. Yeah. 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 <laughs> did it? Did it feel as? I mean, as a political cartoonist being now now face to face with politicians uh, did it start to feel like a, a, a little strange to be <laughs> to no, be mixing with no, I, I, I think all goes together mm -hmm. because it's the message you you're bringing up yeah anytime you go you bring up your message and you want always your message to cross over yes you know to touch people you want your message to reach the, the target yes so uh it was really, it's, and it's sometimes you, you, you're happy, you proud of yourself, that okay, I said something, people heard it, you know. It's, it was a very nice feeling to meet him, and he was there that night, it was that night, it was, it was even on, on a, sitting on the, yeah. on the, on the, on the couch, on the couch, yeah, couch somewhere, we went down to him. Yeah. Went down to him, it was really close. Close. He was still there. We could touch him, you know. Also, <laughs> I mean, for, yeah? you, you're playing a song called Apartheid that is, there, there's a political element to apartheid, but it's also this is something bigger and something that beyond the political lines mm -hmm. that is such a, a big thing mm -hmm. yeah. that I'm sure that it's uh, it's something that brings people together in unity yeah. to have a song such as that. To, yes, yes. Can, oh, yeah. you, can you tell us a bit about what, can you talk about just a few of the lyrics just yes. so we... Yeah, I was coming, I was really coming, okay, you want to say something first now? Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. As uh, when you lay back now, seeing and listening to the song, it's very positive. Yes. Because we did not like to the uh, black people to be mm. treated bad in their own country. We were against that. Yeah. And at the end of the song, we said, okay, if you come to the power of mm -hmm. black people, yeah. don't do what they did to you. Mm -hmm. You have to come together and live together. You like a revenge, you know. He did. I do to you. Like he gonna do to me. I mean, he now. He not, he's not gonna end it. So yeah. we said the end of a song that really, what had what has done to you, don't do to your brother. Yeah. Because you call the white people at your brother. You black. You live the same same area. Yeah. You should live together as a people, as a friends, as a as a brother. Same thing. Which is so, a message for the whole world. Yeah, for the world. <laughs> yeah, for everybody. Yeah, and that's what we what we do. Mm -hmm. We don't want we, we're looking for justice. Yeah, you know, just for you black, you white, we gotta live together. And music, art, political mm -hmm. cartooning, yes. teaching, yes. nursing, etc. All yes. of these things are very uh, they're things that help the world yeah, and people, help yes. people. Yes. And so it has has a strong impact. Your mm -hmm. song that we heard earlier, the recorded version, African Chant, was mm -hmm. also played by the BBC when Nelson Mandela was released from mm -hmm. uh, from his long unjust prison yeah. term. Um, so music that brings people together. Speaking of bringing people together. 
tomorrow here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. People have the opportunity to be brought together, mm -hmm. and I hope that uh, they grasp that opportunity. Zebulon is the venue. Zebulon.la is uh, the website, one of our favorite venues in the whole world. And I hope that people can come and catch Jess uh, B and Peter Wan. Also, our good friend, uh, Tomer, Sweeney, as well as uh, Ronnie De Leon playing. It's going to be a beautiful happening. It's tomorrow at Zebulon. And then San Francisco as well. So people can catch it in San Francisco on Saturday. Brooklyn at Union Pool, September 21st. So look forward to that and make it happen. Let's hear some more music, shall we? I like, I feel like I should just have. Ali mentioned having this music in his life forever. Yeah. This is like the soundtrack of everything. Shall we hear another song? Yeah. Let's do it. Just Sabi and Peter One <laughs> So now, now this, uh, now this, you know, official reissue. Because over the years there was there's unofficial bootlegs of. Your 1985 album, uh -huh. Our Garden Needs Its Flowers. But but now Awesome Tapes from Africa, which is a great label with a, a large international fan base. Uh -huh. Now this is coming out into the world. What would you hope to, to do and what do you hope people get from this music now, 33 years after it was recorded? Um, we do think that um, very happy people who have listened to that music recently yeah. like it, like something that is 33 years old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, we're hoping that uh, more and more people like it. And uh, we're hoping to have more opportunity to show what we have in reserve, you know? yeah. what we have, you know, in uh, in our, you know, in us, in our studio, in our, yeah, in yeah, what we haven't showed yet, songs yeah. that we haven't, you know, <laughs> we haven't sung to the public yet. Starting to, yeah, starting to have, sweat here with excitement. Yeah, There's a lot of things that we, we have, yeah. And it seems that it's an infinite possibility because the the music that that's on this album, the music that you're playing here in the studio, I know that there was many shows that you did also with a, a full band, but when you boil it down to this kind of core elemental form, two humans, two guitars, you know, it's very beautiful, and it seems that that, that kind of pure combination has so many possibilities. Yes. So excited to, to hear whatever the next step is and happy for this music to reach people's ears now. Um, again, tomorrow here in L.A., the next night in San Francisco, and then soon after in Brooklyn, and I'm sure more shows to come because as people hear the music, they tell friends, and it continues okay. to grow. Would you like to close on a live song or a recorded song? What do you guys feel? How are you feeling right now? I think you go ahead for with the recorded song and then 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 yeah. people can come tomorrow night yeah, exactly. and have yeah, exactly <laughs> the, 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 the elder spoke. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was the brother. The, he's the younger brother who's the older. Um, <laughs> 
Um, any it's, any messages out there also to uh, to uh, Cote d'Ivoire and to, to either the audience back in your 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 home country um, or to the larger world? Anything you like people uh, to know? I, in I think we have a, a message across uh, to 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 pass to the people. Singing is a given message. The way our music is, is, is set up is, is music for message. Mm -hmm. You listen to it, relax, but it's the communication, the, uh, the feeling comes our, our music is always, of course, a good vibe, but the message will not cross over. Mm -hmm. So we got some message for them. We got some song for our country. Uh, we got a lot of things to say about our country. So we got a little song about our country and also uh, some song we did different parts also to bring in. Mm. But uh, it's a joy really to be among the people mm. that will like you, you know, for the first time. And uh, just like, just like for us, I think we're like a baby. We just start a new adventure that we saw. We need the support of the people yeah. that support us and uh, to be able to do uh, what we didn't do. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's what I could, like my message. The, yeah. the time is now. My message would be um, to tell all the audience, all the people in the Ivory Coast uh, around the world, we love them. Mm. And we just want peace. Yeah. Peace and love around the world. Peace and love in the Ivory Coast, even though the political situation is still, uh, you know, boiling. It's mm. been boiling for a while. And uh, we hope that everything comes down and uh, people get together for happiness and for more progress for the country. Peace and love for the whole world. Yeah. Sounds good. I second that. I want to also add happy birthday to Eugenie here. Eugenie, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peace, love, and happy birthday. <laughs> thank well, you. Well, thank you for uh, for being here and for sharing this uh, this beautiful music uh, and excited for the next steps. Mm. I have queued up here uh, Min, Min Male. Min Male. Yeah, Min Male. Is that a good one to close yeah, on? Yeah, Male, yeah. Okay, we'll hear this. This is from Our Garden Needs Its Flowers from Jessabi and Pier one, find it oh, okay. <laughs> on the uh, Awesome Tapes from Africa label reissued. Coming out, get it, get it, get it. Dub live over and out. In Conversation was produced by DubLab, a nonprofit radio station broadcasting live from Los Angeles since 1999. Sound editing and theme song by Matea Bame. For more programming, visit dublab.com. And thank you for listening.